The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. The Lord says that uh, He's doing a good work in me today, and He did one yesterday, and He's going to continue. Praise God forevermore. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, Satan Attacks Through Thoughts. Speak the Word. I want you to know that all of our battles are fault. Every battle that we ever fight is fault in our minds. The devil reaches people through their minds. That's how he reaches us. That's how he deceives you. And the more that you trust in your mind, I want you to know that the more you trust in your mind and the more that you lean on into your own understanding, the more Satan is able to use those thoughts against you. The Bible tells us to lean not unto your own understanding. So we cannot lean into our own understanding. We must understand. We must lean against God. It is up to you, saints, to make up your mind to realize that it is, it is your servant. Your mind is your servant. Your mind is not your master. But it is your servant. Your mind is going to be affected. So you must take charge of what you're thinking. I hear people say you must start thinking about what you're thinking about. And you must take charge of your thoughts. Like I said, you are the master. You get to choose what you think on. It's your choice. You may not think that's true, but it is the truth. So we have to take control of our thoughts and we have to work on bringing every thought, every control in the line with the word of God. We must line up our thoughts with his words. Today, the Lord has given me this awesome message and I believe that it's going to bless you with more knowledge. That's, that's my job is to preach words to make you more knowledgeable about the word of God. The Bible says that his people are perishing for a lack of knowledge. And I believe that our biggest problem today is not Satan. But I believe that our biggest problem today is the lack of knowledge. We need knowledge. Without knowledge, we can't do anything. Amen. Knowledge is going to help you in every area of your life. The Lord has been giving me revelation on how He has created us. He's given me more revelation and more knowledge on both the spiritual and the scientific. Today, I'd like to begin as my foundation scriptures. If you have your Bible, you can turn with me. We're going to begin with uh, Matthew 6. I'd like to teach on between uh, on verses 24 through 34, and, and this part I'm part of is going to be coming from the King James Version and some from the Living Translation. But you know, God tells us three times in these verses, verses 24 through 34, He tells us three times. He says, "Take no thought." But when God tells us something once, we know that it's important. Every time that God speaks, we know that it's important. It, but when he says it's twice, it's important. But when, when he tells you something three or four times, we really need to heed. We really need to pay attention because this is some of those times when he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you. So this is one of those times that I say that Jesus would be saying, Verily, verily, I say unto you. He said in verse 24, he said, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. He said, ye cannot serve God and mammon. In verse 25, he said, therefore I say to you, take no thought. 
take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet your body for what you shall put on it. He says, is not life more than meat and the body more than raiment? He says in 26, he said, Behold, he says, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. He said, Are you not much more important than they? Which of you, he says, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take thought for raiment? Talking about your clothes. That's what raiment is, is clothes. He said, Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, and neither do they spend. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Let me back up to verse 26. But how they grow, but yet they do not toil. I want you to know there for a couple of weeks working on this message, this revival this weekend, I was toiling. God said they don't toil. But I was working, and I realized that I was doing, I was trying to put it together. Sometimes we're trying to do things on our own, and it's not working. We cannot do things on our own. We have to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. So I'm trying to put it together, and I realized it's me trying to do it, and that's why it's not coming together, because I'm not allowing the Holy Spirit to work through me. I'm trying to do it myself. And I'm sure that a lot of you are guilty of the same thing. So he's saying that consider the lilies of the field. He said how they grow and toil not and neither do they toil. So I'm telling you, don't try to work on things and fix them yourself. Let the Lord do it for you. He tells you in Hebrews that to, to rest, just rest in him knowing that he's got it taken care of. In verse 29, he says, Yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. He said, Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? He says, O ye of little faith. Verse 31, he said, Therefore, take no thought. There we go again. He says, Take no thought saying. He said, Take no thought saying. That's how you say. You, thought, you think and then you say. You, you first, you've got to think it and then you're going to say it. And once you say it, it becomes an action. So God is, Jesus is telling here, take no thought, say it. What shall we eat or what shall we wear or what will we wear? And that can cover any, any, anything. He's not necessarily talking about your eating and your drinking and what you're going to wear. But he's talking about take no thought about how this is going to get taken care of. Maybe you're in debt. Take no thought. Just give it to him. He knew you were going to have this situation. He knew you were going to encounter it before you ever even did encounter it. And he's already prepared for it. If you're sick in your body this morning, he knew that you were going to be attacked in this sickness. Take no thought saying. But just know that he's got it all taken care of. In other words, he says, take no thought saying. He don't want you to talk about the, the lack of finances. He don't want you to talk about the, the sickness in your body. He wants you to say what he says. He said, don't, he don't even want you to think about it. He said, don't even take no thought about it. He said, don't even think about it. Just, just think. Just don't take no thought. And he said in verse 32 in the New Living Translation, he says, these things talking about uh, people worrying about where they're going to eat and where they're going to work and wh what they're going to do and or how they're going to pay this and how, the, how, how are they going to be healed. He said, these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. He says, but your heavenly Father already knows what your needs are. And the Message Bible says, the people who don't know God 
don't know him and, and, and know the way that he works. They fuss over these things. But you know God and you know how he works. You know that he works miracles in your life every day. You know that he's working behind the scenes all the time, even though in the natural you don't see him working. He's working behind the scenes all the time. But he says in verse 33, that sums it up, says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And so he says in 34, he said, therefore take no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. He says, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. In other words, he said, don't worry about tomorrow. He says, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Each day has enough troubles of its own. In other words, he said, saints, you're going to experience enough things in your life today that you don't need to be borrowing trouble from next week and next month. Some people are worried, already started worrying about how to put their kids in college and they haven't even gotten into kindergarten yet. So this is what I'm saying. Don't, don't be borrowing and taking thought for things that you don't need to be taking thought of. Just focus on today and focus on the goodness of the Lord and he's going to take care of you. Saints, the devil is always trying to mess with your minds. He's trying to get you worried and upset over nothing. He, it's his job to keep you worried. It's his job to keep you fretting. He, even though the Bible tells you in Philippians 4, he said, Do not fret nor be anxious for anything but through prayer and supplication to continue to make your requests known unto him. And the God of all peace will fill you with a peace that surpasses all understanding. He said, what he's saying here is, I'm going to take care of you. Just trust me. That's why he keeps putting all those thoughts into your mind in the first place, is to just to get you fretting and to get you anxious and so that you lose your focus on the one that you're supposed to be focusing on. And your father says, don't take them. Take no thought saying. And let me share with you an example of how the enemy gets into your thoughts. And I realize as I share this with you that it's such a small thing, but I want you to understand that when Satan tempts you to take some thoughts in your mind, it can be anything from a the doctor telling you that you got 10 days to live, or it could be some minor thing. It doesn't matter with Satan, and he can take a very little thing and turn it into a mountain. If he can get you to take a thought, his job is to get you to take a thought. It's not a matter of how big it is or, or how deadly it is or whatever. It's just a matter of getting you to take that thought, because if he can get you to take one thought, then he can get you to take another thought. I know that a few weeks ago, I, went, I was going to go into uh, my prayer closet, as I always do, to spend time with the Lord. But as I was going into my prayer closet to spend time with the Lord, the devil dropped this thought into my mind. And like I said, it's just a little thought that I should weigh myself. I wasn't thinking about weighing myself. <laughs> you know, a lot of times people have thoughts that you think they're your thoughts. But think about it. The next time a thought gets dropped there, is that your thought, God's thought, or Satan's thoughts? I wasn't thinking about weighing. I was early in the morning. I was just thinking about getting my coffee and going to my prayer closet. And he drops this thought into my mind about go weigh yourself. And so I want you to know that I did like 99% of you did. I took the thought. But I, I didn't go weigh myself. I went into my prayer closet. Anyway, I didn't weigh myself. 
But I want you to know that as I began to pray, the thought kept coming back. How many are, can you witness to that? He put a thoughts in there and you try to get rid of it. And he keeps bringing that thought back, kept coming back. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go away myself. And then I'm going to be able to focus on the Lord. If I, if I just go do it, then I'll be able to focus on the Lord. But that's another lie. Because see, if you take one thought, he's going to bring another one. So I weighed myself. And I had gained a whole three ounces. <laughs> three ounces, not 30 pounds, not three pounds, three ounces. But the devil took those three ounces along with other thoughts that dominated my prayer time so that I couldn't even pray because all I could think about was the three ounces. He interrupted my prayer time with the God over three ounces that I had gained. And the thing of it is, because I, I, I was sick and couldn't work out for about six months, about a year and a half or so ago. And um, I had started working out three or four months ago, and I had gained some weight on account of some medication I was on. And so I was working desperately to get it back off again. So the devil knows that. See, I'm trying to tell you that the devil knows your weaknesses. And he knows those weaknesses. He knows how to put those thoughts into your mind, regardless of how insignificant they may seem. There are thoughts that he's putting there that is in your weakness. And I'm trying to get it off. So when he put that thought in my mind about weighing, that was something that had, was on my mind, you know, not that morning. But he knew that it, it was something that concerned me. Because I've been getting on the treadmill, working, you know, 40 to 50 an hour every day, you know, try, trying to get my health back, trying to build up my heart again and my strength so I can be healthy, so I can complete my race and run a good race for the Lord. And Satan knows that. He knows everyone of you out here this morning are trying to run a good race. And he's going to do everything and he's going to try to stop you. But we all have weaknesses. But we don't need to talk about those weaknesses. And we don't even need to even refer to them as weakness. The, I, you know, you, you'd be better off saying a curse word than to, than to say that you've got a weakness in a certain area. Are you hearing me? Maybe he's giving you a different thought, you know, because Satan, like I just said, knows exactly the thoughts to drop into your mind, and he will drop a thought in your mind like a drop of a hat out of the middle of nowhere, just like he did to me that morning on my way to pray. But you know, all of a sudden I thought to myself, what am I doing, Joe? What are you doing? I don't have to take this thought. I can choose what I think. This is what I said to myself. And this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to open up your mouth as God instructed you to do in 2 Corinthians 10, 5. You're going to have to bring every thought into captivity that tries to exalt itself against the true knowledge of God. And so that's what I said. I said, I don't take that thought. I can choose what I think. So I began to cast that thought down by confessing God's word. And immediately, immediately the thought left. You know, the Bible says that the entrance of God's word is light. Just like this morning, we may not have any power in here, but we do have the, we, we have the power that counts. And the power of God is working and the Holy Spirit is working and he's going back and forth throughout touching each and every one of his hearts and, and, and his ears because it's important to him that you hear with your spiritual ears. And get something out of what he's saying, even if it's, just a, if it's just a small thing. I want you to think about the power that is in your words and the power that's in your thoughts. Your thoughts control you. Like my thoughts were trying to control me that morning. I could have let them continue to control me, but I chose to take 
control and begin to speak and tell him, I choose not to think that. I choose to take control over my thoughts. And that's what you're going to have to do. Control over your thoughts in every area of your life. And I want you to know that your thoughts will try to control you. But you have to understand that even though your thoughts will control you or try to control you, there will be consequences. There is always consequences about the uh, concerning the thoughts that you choose to take. Are you hearing me? As a matter of fact, you probably want to write that down. You probably want to write down, Lord, there is going to be consequences in the thoughts that I choose to take today. Lord, guide my thoughts. Help me, Lord, to choose to think upon the things above and not on the things of this earth. Help me to take control of those thoughts. According to scriptures, we are made in our Father's image. So when we react by thinking negatively and making negative choices, the quality of our thinking suffers. He said, which means that, and now listen, please listen. I don't think any of you have heard this before. You may have. If you do, that's all right. Just think of it, that good old leftovers. You know, when you hear something, that's why I said a lot of scriptures I'm talking about, you've probably heard them again, but I want you to hear them in a different way. Just like maybe you ate something yesterday and you're going to heat it up today. It's going to be even better than it was yesterday. I want you to say that when you're making negative choices, the quality of your thinking is going to suffer, which means that the quality of your brain architecture suffers in turn. In turn, your health is going to suffer. Actually, everything suffers. Please listen carefully. Research shows that DNA, that your DNA, actually changes shape according to your thoughts. Your DNA is actually going to change according to the thoughts that you choose to take. In other words, this study showed that thinking and feeling anger and feeling fear and frustration will cause your DNA to change shape according to your thoughts. And it says your DNA, when you, when you are respond, taking thoughts of anger and frustration and fear, your DNA is going to respond by tightening up and becoming shorter. Your DNA is going to tighten up and it's going to become shorter, switching off many. And when this happens, it's switching off many of your DNA codes, which reduce the quality of your expression. In other words, the quality or the power of expressing an attitude or your emotions. Think about that. However, there is a brighter side to what I just said. Research also shows that DNA codes can be reversed. When you have feelings of love and joy and appreciation and gratitude, your DNA can change. The Lord tells us in his word to think about the things of heaven and not the things of this earth. In Colossians 3, verse 2 in the New Living Translation Bible, it says, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. He says, for you have died in this life, you, you died to this life, and your real life, he says, is hidden with Christ in God. Saints, of everything that you can expose yourself to, there is nothing more important than the thoughts that you hold in your mind. You may be surprised to know that you have an average of 60,000 thoughts a day. Think about that. You have on the average 60,000 thoughts a day. The reality is that not only are most of these thoughts the same thoughts that we had yesterday, but they are negative thoughts. Think about that. 
a lot of the thoughts that you're having today are some of the same thoughts that you had yesterday. From either dwelling on something bad from your past, you're having thoughts dwelling on something bad from your past, or fearing something bad that could potentially, didn't say it was going to happen, but could potentially happen in the future. Let me give you an example of just how powerful your thoughts are, saints. The New England Journal of Medicine published a study that involved two groups suffering from the same illness, the degenerate knee disorder. Group A, the group A, they had two groups that were suffering from the same degenerate knee disorder. Group A had a surgery that was designed to sculpt out the knee and relieve the symptoms. The group B with the permission from the family, they, they got permission from the family, they had a fake surgery. But the group B thought they had a real surgery. But really all the surgeons did, they went in there and they put in three small incisions in the kneecap. But no real surgery was performed. What's really amazing, both groups reported that the surgery was a success. They thought they had the surgery, but they didn't. Isn't that powerful? Your thoughts. Did you know that the study shows that a, a large portion, uh, 75 to 80% of all med students, when they're in med school and they're studying to be doctors, that a, a large portion of them, maybe 80% of those med students will actually experience the symptoms of the disease that they're studying? Because they're thinking about it all day and they're talking about it. And because they're thinking about it and talking about it, they actually experience the symptoms of that disease that they are studying. Think about if you would just begin to change the way you think about whatever it is that you've been thinking about, whether it's in your health, your finances, your children, what, whatever it is, a spirit of fear, a spirit of doubt, whatever it is you've been focusing on, just think how much things will change if you will just change the way you think about it. Change your thought life because 85 to 97% of all mental and physical illnesses is a result from your own thinking, from your own thought life. Are you hearing me? Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. This has been Speak the Word, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We're glad you've joined us for today's message. Speak the Word is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear more from Speak the Word, visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. There, you can also learn more about Pastor Joe, purchase audio CDs or DVDs, and watch and listen to other radio messages from Pastor Joe. Again, just go to speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back with a closing word. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. During this unsettling and fearful time, do you need God's help perhaps like never before? In this book, Pastor Joe will help you develop a prayer life that delights the heart of God and moves Him to act on your behalf. If today's events have you in fear and worry, this is the perfect book for you. God, Are You Listening? I Need Help by Pastor Joanne Ramsey. If you'd like a copy, just ask for it when you include a donation of $10 or more. 
Write to us at Speak the Word Ministries, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Or make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card. One of our friendly staff is standing by right now, ready to answer your call at 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. Pastor Joe and her team also welcomes your emails, and we'd be happy to pray for you. Our email address is speakthewordministry at cox.net. Now, here again is Pastor Joe. Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Joe. And I want to let you know again just how special you are and how much you mean to me and this ministry. And I want to thank you, too, for your continued support. It means so much to me, saints. I want you to remember, brothers and sisters, that what you do for the Lord is because of your love for Him. You don't have to do things to gain God's love for you already have his love. And saints, I would also like to take this opportunity to ask you to pray about becoming a partner with Speak the Word Ministry. If you're being blessed or fed by this ministry, I pray you will consider sowing into this ministry. Also remember, if you'd like to have one of my CDs and you don't have the funds for it, it doesn't matter. You just call me and I'll be happy to send it to you free of charge. Remember, too, that you can go over to my website, joannramsey.com, and you can download any of my prayers or messages free of charge. The main thing is, I don't want you to ever be without God's Word, okay? Praise God. And remember, saints, there is power in the spoken Word of God. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word. To every circumstance that mountain can't stand Against the word, the word of God Against the word